Welcome to our podcast, Life in the Labyrinth. A space to discuss experiences of parenting in clinical psychology. Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of Life in the Labyrinth. I'm Candice and I'm a trainee clinical psychologist coming to the end of my first year of training. I'm also the parenting lead for the DCP Minorities in Clinical Psychology Subcommittee and I'm a mum of two girls aged four and eleven. Hello everybody, thank you for listening in. Um, I'm Sarah and I'm also a trainee clinical psychologist. Um, and I'm on the same course, same training course as Candice. So I'm also coming to the end of my first year of training. Um, and I'm also a mum to my fo- five-year-old son. Real, thanks, Sarah. So we thought we'd kick off tonight's episode by thinking about what our hopes are for the podcast. Um, and I think mainly we're hoping this quite a supportive space for our listeners where we can Mm. reflect on sort of personal experiences and hopefully that will normalise some others' experiences as well. Um, We also hope to shift some of the dominant narratives around, I think, just what it means to be a clinical psychologist. Um, Alongside this, we've got a survey um, that we've pinned to our Twitter page and we'll give you all of the details of that at the end. Um, But basically, the hope for that survey is just to to help us to identify some themes for our episodes and for our discussions. And yeah, it'd be really great to hear from our listeners around the types of things they would like to hear and any reflections that they might have. Yeah, and, and similar to, to Candice, in addition to that, the, the other kind of main um, part of our, our vision for this podcast is we hope to have guest speakers on to, to join this conversation, I guess. And to ask them about their experiences of, of being um, a parent and existing within the clinical psychology world. So, so our hope is to, to invite either people who are in their, their kind of pre-training journey um, and also have children um, and also inviting trainees who have children to come and talk to us. And we're also really passionate in, in kind of broadening that conversation and, and hearing from qualified clinical psychologists as well and just um, hearing what it's like on, on the other side of the fence, I guess, you know, once once we, you complete that that training journey. Um, so, so that's our aim. And I guess it's a bit of a bit of a call to anybody who might be listening, who, who falls into one of those categories, who has children and, and would like to join Candice and I and share some of their experiences it would be really great to hear from you. Um, so as Candice said, we'll signpost you to our end of the podcast. But if you just kind of drop us a, a message on there or tweet us, that, that would be great to hear from you. And I guess just thinking about it probably be helpful for Candice and I just to explain why we want to do this podcast and, and where I, our idea came from, really. Mm. And I guess... Candice we've had lots of conversations about this haven't we since we started training um and I guess the the thing that that underpins all of this is the fact that parents are very underrepresented in the clinical psychology world um and right now our context is training so training to be clinical psychologists and Candice and I are the only parents on our cohort 
and we were looking at some of the st- statistics that were listed on Leeds Clearinghouse. Um, and in 2018, we noticed that only 8% of all applicants who got onto, co- to, got onto training had children. And I think we were both really surprised by that, weren't we? Yeah. Um, and just to kind of put that into to context, I think the year before, even less, only 6% of applicants had children. So in total, I think last year, there was 380 applicants that, that did have children that got onto courses in comparison to, to 3,000, nearly uh, 3,400 that they didn't. So I guess we're just kind of curious about what factors um, come into play there. And and I guess, Candice, we could go on about this today, couldn't we? But it's important to say that we've planned a whole podcast episode just to kind of talk about this this topic um, and our thoughts around this area. Um, so that that probably next month I think yeah I think that's really interesting because I think from the conversations we've had so far we know it's it's quite a complex um thing that's going on there and there's could there's could be lots of different reasons that contribute to that um and I think another reason why you know we we felt it's important to do this podcast is is just to, to open up those conversations even more um and I think you know if we are able to to connect with other people um to have a sense of community and connection um it's it's just so important I think and it just made me think about um a job role that I applied for before and before officially accepting the role the the manager of the service put me in contact with another parent um Mm. and just that process alone just to hear someone else's reflections and someone else's experiences was just such a comfort because it just really put at ease sort of some of those um, anxieties that I had and um was just it was just really nice to know that there was someone there that that just understood that um and I think I felt that that same sense of relief you know when we started our course together Sarah and you know one of the Mm. first things that I think we've we've both shared that that we did was to you know have a look at if there are any other parents on the course because there's something just so supportive about just knowing that someone else gets it um there's like a mutual unspoken understanding you know it could be anything from you know not having a child that hasn't slept very well the night before to perhaps having a bit of a rush in the morning um and perhaps you know emotions got high and it's you know just really nice to to have someone sort of check in and understand that you know that experience um has been really meaningful so far so really valuing Mm. that yeah I think that's a really important point because I think that's one of the you know the my my um one of the most supportive parts of this year I guess is those those all those different points where we've had the conversations about about the kids as you say whether that's kind of something that's happened in the morning or something that's happened the night before um and just like you say just not even really having to going go into it in in much depth but just knowing that somebody else has a similar circumstance and, and like you say just gets it which has been so helpful and I think the course you know there are so many different challenges and and demands both kind of academic and on the placement 
Um, and then when you add in kind of, um, you know, the, ho- the home environment as well and, and meeting kind of the emotional needs of a child, it's, it, yeah, it's just really lovely and supportive to have, to have you, I guess, to, w- with that insight. And if that's something that can come out of this podcast, then I think we'd both be really pleased with that, wouldn't we? Yeah, definitely. And I guess it just makes me think of kind of the journey that I was on before training and how often and for how long actually I put off applying to to, to clinical psychology because of um, I guess the worry that I might be the only parent or, you know, I knew that I wanted to, to have a family and, and have a child. Um, and there's we I guess we hinted at some of the stronger narratives earlier, but, you know, something that you hear quite often I think, you know, trainees getting onto the courses are predominantly female. And I think that the statistics say that the average age is kind of late 20s, around kind of 28, 29. Mm. Um, and yeah, so that was definitely one of my fears was, would I be the only one with a child? Um, you know, how, how would I manage the demands of being a mum and, and the course? So I think if we can connect with other people who are perhaps at the point of applying or perhaps have accepted um, places and starting in September this year who have got children and and I imagine are having those kind of same conversations or perhaps they're just thoughts and worries at the moment and actually haven't been able to connect with other people in a similar situation. I think um, that's one of our aims with this podcast is just building that sense of community and having that space just to normalise those worries and fears because Candice, we've had those chats a lot, haven't we, this year? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I feel like it's going to be something that we will continue to to reflect on, um, you know, for, for the duration of training. And I think that actually leads quite nicely into, so we, we've had a few responses so far um, with our survey. And I suppose one of the main themes that we've picked up, Sarah, is just around, you know, is there anything that, that you know, we weren't prepared for? Um, on training Mm -hmm. and I think that's such an important question you know what surprised us it's it's a lot to think about and I suppose how how would you answer that yeah I think that is a really really great question so thank you to whoever submitted that and I guess the easy answer would be to go straight for the well you know the global pandemic and COVID um, and, and the school closures because going back you know at the beginning of this year I definitely would not have I don't think anybody would have predicted this situation and the the impact that that would have on you know most most people across the world actually so um but also just thinking specifically of our, our context so our, our roles as as mum but also role of, of trainees and all of the changes that that happened as a result of that so I think it, taking Covid aside um, and thinking before the pandemic, when I first started training, so back in kind of September, October, um, I think the thing that hit me was the transition from. So my son started school in September, um, the same time that I started training. So I'd been, I guess, quite had the luxury of being used to nursery hours, mm. so eight till six. And it was that real interesting transition between actually much shorter school days. So kind of like, you know, nine to to three thirty and just working out the logistics on a day to day level of, you know, where my child was going to be, who was going to pick him up if I wasn't going to be there. um, You know, just making sure that he is safe and well. um, And yeah, all of the kind of the cognitive skills that that takes to, to plan in advance, I think. I was as prepared as I could be before um but you know some things in terms of you know the emotional experience and how that feels I don't think you 
you know you can necessarily prepare for so I would say that's something that that kind of took me a bit by surprise as well um and what what about you what would what would you say Mm, it's a tough one there's lots of different moments that I think spring to mind um and I think similar to you obviously we weren't prepared for the impact of the pandemic um and I think for myself within my context um you know it's it's just been a lot to hold in mind a lot to to process alongside you know placement and the academic aspects and mm, you know all of yeah. the adaptations that are made in that sense um but I think in terms of the the part that's taken me by surprise I think has got to be when we had our intensive teaching block at the very beginning um yeah I think similar to you I was quite focused on the practicality so I had my rotor and I had you know everyone drafted in who I needed to be in my support network to sort of you know make that possible but Mm. what I hadn't really factored in was just those moments that you know in terms of the emotional responses either from myself Mm. or from the girls and just needing to hit pause I think I hadn't necessarily factored that in and I'm I'm actually not sure why I feel quite silly now saying that um I, I don't know why I hadn't factored that in at all um I think perhaps because I was just focused on you know making sure that that like you said you know they're picked up at a certain time they're given dinner um mm-hmm. perhaps you know they started the bedtime process and I think I was focused on okay hopefully I can make it home in time for bed and and yeah. things like that yeah. that actually the the um the transitions between sort of saying goodbye I don't think I thought about how, just how difficult that would be at times um mm. but I think even despite that you know one of the things that that has surprised me uh, perhaps to an extent and that I've learned is that this is absolutely possible and I think you yeah. know yeah. when we think about those dominant narratives around um training being something that's that's you know perhaps not possible when you've got a family Mm. and you know we know that training is hard there's no two ways about it but I I feel like you know that this first year in particular has definitely just given me a sense of confidence that I can absolutely do this and I think you know there's been times we've we've perhaps motivated each other to say we you know we Mm. can we can do this we've got this yeah definitely I think that's that's so important I think to to acknowledge the challenges because like you say rightly so I think you know we'd be lying if we did if we didn't say it you know we'd be lying if we said it was easy because I think even if you take away that layer of um being a parent I think you know everybody knows in that that information's out there that the the doctoral course um in clinical psychology is you know tough and, and quite rightly so because of the type of work that we're going to be doing um so when you add that extra layer of being a parent it makes sense why it why it feels challenging but I think it's so important that you highlight that it is doable um, and I'm really proud of both of us, actually, because I think, you know, that there's been a national pandemic. The schools have been closed as even despite how organised, you know, we, we were and we were prepared to be. I don't think we could have ever really have planned for that. Um, you know, and we're coming to the end of our first year. We, you know, we've nearly got all of our assignments back. We're just waiting for one now, aren't we? Um, and yeah, I think it's really, really important to to to. And I, I think that would will hopefully be one of our aims with this podcast is just to share that that it is doable, 
um and you know and and you will get there and just to kind of normalize if you are a trainee with with children or perhaps you know applying or 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 thinking about your application you know kind of later on this year when, when they open um and just thinking about if it is doable then we hope that you can kind of hear what we're saying is yes it's difficult but it's so worth it and it is so doable um and I guess if you're listening to this and you have any more specific questions, I think it would be really great just to to contact us on our Twitter page. So um, our name on Twitter is Life in the Labyrinth, but our handle is Declin underscore Labyrinth. So if you can go over to there and and send us a tweet, that that would be great. But also, as Candice mentioned, we have that kind of very short Survey Monkey survey, which is pinned at the top of our Twitter page. Um, so if you're happy to, if you can just click on that link um, and you can send through your ideas for what you'd like us to talk about, or if you have any more specific questions about, you know, kind of how do we manage certain times of the day or, you know, how how do we manage, you know, when, when deadlines are coming in, um, you know, that, that would be great. And we're, we're really open it. We're really open to, to answering some of those questions. So, yes, please do send them over absolutely that'd be great um and i think yeah it's it's exciting to think about how this might evolve and develop moving forward and you know how we can get you know as many people and you know different voices and different um aspects perspectives and experiences as part of this i think could be something really meaningful absolutely and i think this is just a start isn't it it's just that we're just kind of opening up the conversation so as many people that join that it'd be fantastic so I think this brings us to the to the end of our first podcast. So thank you very much for listening. Um, and we'll aim to record our next one next month. So in August. Yeah, um, it's been it's been really lovely um, to chat and to, to have a think about where things might go. So thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, and we look forward to joining us for our next episode. Thank you. Take care. And you.